In Luke 24, on the road to Emmaus, some friends encounter Jesus, and as he speaks, they find their hearts burning within them. In this On The Road series, we hear from friends about their current walk with Jesus and what he's speaking to them about now that's burning within their hearts. Join us on the journey. Hi, uh, welcome to another episode of On The Road. Um, I've got Lauren and Duncan with me, which is a delight. Um, these are like really, really special people. We did church together um, for like years, Start, um, started a, a little venue together. And, um, and there was probably a point in their life where they saw me too much. Um, and then the last few years, <laughs> the last few years, it's gone the other way, and and we've not really had huge amounts of time together. So I'm I'm delighted to just get to hang out with you guys um, just now and hear some of your story and what God speaks about. But um, I, it's almost like a cliche now. Like I'm like, oh, I love these people, but I fully endorse Lauren and Duncan to you as people who know God, who know what it is to walk with God and to hear His voice. And um, I even just like some of the uniqueness of the way that they hear God is beautiful too. And we might get into some of that. So. Um, I almost don't care whether anyone else enjoys this because I know I'm. <laughs> um, but um, so on the road, we start with a version of the same question, which is kind of like, what's God speaking to you about just now that's burning in your heart? Kind of what's the stuff that you feel God's talking to you about or um, that's going on for you just now? And you can both do that polite hesitation where you look at each other and you decide who goes first. <laughs> no, no, you actually go first. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> Put me straight in it. Sorry. Um, we, yeah, we 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 really feel at the moment God's been. Um, we, we feel like we're sort of being ushered into a new chapter. Mm. I think there's maybe quite a few new things within that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's yeah, and I think it, it's the same thing God's speaking to us about, but differently mm. to each other, which has been really cool. Um, we were just talking earlier about um, a couple of months ago. We were at. Um, we're having some food at a restaurant and they outside is a, uh, a used to be a golf course mm. and the the company are in the process of rewilding the golf course mm. um which is really cool so it's quite a long process yeah. getting it from yeah. pristine greens and fairways yeah, and a big it, space as well like a hectic, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. To, to what it to what it used to look like and um i think both of us at the same time while we we're having dinner really felt god speak to us about his intention to do that in us yeah mm. it's just this um a bit of a challenge but also like a real um like exciting thing for the future yeah of um yeah sort of changing maybe our view of him and life mm. with him and um maybe our experience of almost uh, a bit of like a a, a golf course version of god yeah. um still nature still amazing I like claps and everything yeah, else yeah, yeah. um exactly. but not it's not nature as intended you know it's, mm. it's sort of a bit more clinical yeah. and maybe you have to look a certain way mm. to go there and we just both really felt like god was saying this you were you were made to to know me the wild version yeah. as mm. intended um yeah so we were in a crowded restaurant so we were trying to <laughs> I was trying not to cry and Lauren was trying not to cheer, which is pretty much an insight into our lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I love that picture, Duncan, that somewhere in your mind, you were at one point in your life, a pristine golf course. And now yeah, you're, because you if you're going to become even more wild, wild mate. I love golf, he but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think and it's that analogy that God gave us that day could go so far because even what you're saying of like the polite clapping, mm -hmm. I even feel that, you know, a golf, 
when I got this golf course, this specific one, when it was being rewilded, you've obviously, I don't know how it actually works from a business point of view of, mm. of the new hotel and restaurant and land being bought and then buying out all of the golf members. I don't know if that yeah, actually yeah. happens, but, but basically that it was people are angry. Basically there's a few reasons why they're angry about this project, but it's so interesting because I think that in the rewilding of the church and in the rewilding of our, our own like individual hearts mm. um kind of back to the things that really are jesus back to the things with all out all the kind of pomp and ceremony back to the heart of jesus and mm. him getting the glory um not us you know mm. i think in that whole process it does make it does bring something up in us which probably is a bit angry mm. because we're not we even we've just saying before to you Lewis, like there's this comfort that feels so safe but it's false safety, you know, comfort in the Lord is where true safety is and, mm-hmm. um, and true adventure as well. But yeah, I just think the analogy could go so far. Yeah. It really could. And it's, yeah. And I think that the people we feel called to aren't, they're, they're, they're not going to want to know about the, the, the golf course no. version. They, they yeah. want the, the wild mm. version. That's we're, we're quite clear on who we feel God puts us puts us in Especially life at with the moment, yeah 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 and um yeah, yeah that's they, they want the mess like yeah. which is jesus like mm. he doesn't want us to come with this pretend version of ourselves and i feel like we know that when you become christian you know that you you have that salvation moment where you know you're weak but so quickly it's done in our strength and so quickly mm. we, we want to build this view of what a good kind of good christian looks like mm. or what a great church looks like and all the metrics are off because it's mm. it's not messy it's probably not it's probably not real fruit I don't know. I just the idea of a rewilding project. There's like, there's like fruit growing on the trees, and there's mm. kind of leaves that have fallen off in season, and there's things that have been pruned, and it looks it looks kind of there's like wildflowers, and it looks messy, mm. but in a beautiful way and in mm. like a fruitful way. But when it's this like, it's almost like the difference between seeing that kind of driveway that's got all these beautifully pruned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sinister, like. Yeah. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> Yeah, technology is expensive, but yeah. I am um, so so. I, I want to keep talking rewilding stuff, but I just want to go back to the start. So you guys were saying that, um, or Doug was saying at the start that it feels like you're coming to a new season, like God's taking you into a new place. And so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. Like, did you feel that because there's all this new stuff happening, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, so this is a this must be a new season, or did you feel God speak to you about that before that, or you know, because it's it's. I suppose my my the heart of my question is it's sometimes easy when things are changing around us to just because the circumstances are changing to think oh God must be doing this and of course it can mm. work like that because yeah. God's maneuvering all things but there are other times actually where you you just know God's saying oh, I'm about to do this. so did you have any warning or was it just kind of natural circumstance that that felt so you we had a baby <laughs> we had our little first nice changes <laughs> which was a big change, big change yeah. but actually I don't think that was the marker. No, because we so for some context, we um, we've kind of been what would we call it? Nomadic, <laughs> like, yeah, church sort of connected to a, a couple of like different a couple of things, church communities. Yeah. But that was covid times. And that and that did actually feel kind of nomadic in a sense that we were kind of forced to be because mm. we left our, our long term kind of traditional church that we've been a part of and then kind of had that nomadic experience, which I don't even know. God did a lot of things, but mm. then we settled on a local church when we found out we were pregnant with our, our daughter because we wanted to, we felt like we really needed some like legit stability, not mm. as in just a, 
a meaning physical place to go mm. basically yeah. um, we found a lot of healing there mm. i think I, I think we thought this is like quite vulnerable but i think we thought it we wouldn't necessarily for our own reasons and our own journey we wouldn't feel maybe ever at home again in that traditional sort of um mm. what, not it's not even traditional what would you call it um just your experience of church to date. And what most Western church, I guess, would yeah. potentially look like. Yeah. It didn't feel like we'd ever feel like connected, connected maybe, in, maybe that, yeah. in that way again. And that's our, it was our own stuff, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did. And we felt so healed. And mm. we've been there a year and a half. And now we feel the Lord almost putting like a beautiful close on that chapter of healing and almost potentially bringing us back to some different communities um mm. but it's not in line with physical life changes we did just move house and i think that did potentially shake us a bit because we, we weren't yeah, expecting yeah. it um mm. yeah i think we so we, we we felt as you know when when you first have a baby you there is this element of being in a bubble so we've got a visit cats dogs welcome all of them yeah. oh, good. we felt this element of be, being in a bit of a bubble and there's obviously it's understandable and there's a lot of yeah. grace behind that yeah, of like okay sure. just concentrate on this and i think we as we sort of got our feet back on the ground a bit and we started to raise our heads a bit above a, <laughs> the cot raise our um, head and the children <laughs> yeah we just felt like a few things that we felt god had been doing beforehand he was mm. like okay now now this, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. sort of picking up speed a bit okay. and or at least the the start being ready for that yeah um mm -hmm. so i think beforehand there'd been there'd been like something forming and i yeah. think now the last couple of months particularly we feel like there's that's becoming a bit clearer um, mm. yeah, yeah it's pretty cool yeah and to like put it into actual not just what's the word um like cryptic terms yeah. or like so we moved to Morden, which is kind of back near where all of our families live, mm. which feels, oh, again, very healing and kind of unexpected. And if you'd asked us years ago if this was our desire, we would have said absolutely not. And, it, <laughs> and actually, it's, it's more that it's provision, actually, yeah. for a place to live that's got more bedrooms. We were only in one bed. And actually, that so God's just provided and he's been incredible mm. and family have been amazing and it's just amazing. But we feel a, a spiritual side to moving back in the sense that we feel the Lord bringing us back to a lot of our friends moving back to the area and they mm. don't know Jesus yet. Mm. And we've got family members who live in this area that don't know Jesus yet. And there's this thing of like, it almost feels like we're coming back to the land we came from a little bit. Um, but in moving back, we've got amazing friends who do church in Putney, mm. have a community there who are from, are we allowed to like name stuff in this? Why not? You can do whatever you want, Lauren. Right. Well, shout out to Antioch London. But uh, these friends, is there's like really old, a bit like with you, Lewis, and with the foundry, but there's like this old, deep connection of doing life mm. with these people. Mm. And anyway, long story short, they've, this is my own kind of my own side bit, but it's kind of brought you in on mm -hmm. the journey too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's where we're at as a couple as well. But they're doing a discipleship school and, um, I'm doing it with them and it's the exact same one I did in Texas like yeah okay I was gonna like yeah ago, and it feels like this really full circle moment mm. where God's going hey and not like a second chance because I came alive in Texas and yeah. I feel like that didn't stop me I grew but there felt like ceilings to mm. an extent put around me and and probably that I put up myself and, and there was still a lot of spiritual kind of baggage that God wanted to do work with mm. and anyway got back 
we fast forwarded, I'm, I'm married, we've moved closer, we've got a baby, like all these things. And then I'm doing this school all over again in a completely mm. different context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is shaking me. Like I feel so alive and it's bringing us both on this journey of like relinquishing control. Um, mm. Like a lot of what I've been learning in it is like, what are your idols that look like they're not idols, mm. but they are, they just look, they actually look like wrapped in a Christian kind of package. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not idols, but they're idols. And so that's where we're at is kind of this rewilding mm. that goes alongside all of that. And we just, God's just done it all in a very beautiful, poetic way that with great timing, mm. as he always does. And and so some of the stuff that you feel you're walking into and is stuff that God's spoken to you about. And that's obviously some of that's just like that full circle thing that you, you know, you weren't, you weren't necessarily had holding on to a promise from God that you said, I'm going to redo some DMM stuff for you. Like that's just yeah. a, a beautiful moment. But is there other stuff where you like feel actually there's things that God's either spoken to you about or you've just been carrying? It sounds like your feelings coming back to life. Like this is the moment that God's going to start doing some of the stuff that he's spoken to you about. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think definitely. And I think that it's tough because then, yeah, there's like an anticipation and then there's all this other stuff, this emotion that's attached to it comes up. So, we, yeah, we specifically feel like, discipleship making movement house church like dip a different way of doing things that does look mm. potentially in some ways it does look messier and it yeah. is less it's less um controlled yeah um and yeah there's a lot of that that we're that we're desiring and then mm -hmm. we won't go into this too much because it could go on for like another five hours <laughs> but our, we had a business called yoke easy that yeah. the long-term aim was to establish it as a social enterprise and train up young people who are not in employment education mm -hmm. or training and this kind of it went we, we launched it and it went in conjunction with trying for babies and mm -hmm. a lot of this church stuff we're referring to all of it was happening at the same time and yeah we i felt the lord tell us to kind of pack up shop for a few different practical reasons. Then we found out we were pregnant like the month mm. after. But subsequently I found out the Lord told me that I was carrying it too much in my own hands, which is interesting because wow. I would not have said that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm referring to about these idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a dream from the Lord, it can become an idol like that because it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also not just the, the uh, holding it in my own hands, but also the idea that, he kept giving me this phrase, go low and go slow. Mm. Why am I rushing this dream if it's in his timing and he's the author and perfecter of our faith? Mm. I just don't need, I don't need to rush. Mm. And it's countercultural, but I think even within church communities and culture, we've become, we, we really try and run with things and potentially so quickly that we don't go really deep with the roots of the things that we're feeling mm. called to do mm. so i feel the lord basically being like i want you to work on your character like well uh, he wants to work on my character um in order for yoke easy one day to launch in the right way so it's not gone and it's not finished yeah, yeah, yeah. very clearly at the moment about it but the reason i won't go on is because i actually don't know what that looks like yet yeah <laughs> yeah no spoilers god doesn't like to give spoilers does he he's like no, he i'm gonna work on this thing and just you yeah. have, to, have to trust me for what's coming next exactly it's um, all about trust. Mm -hmm. yeah and so, and because, and again, so part of that is because the you're saying are like the, some of the people that you feel God's called you to, or the, some of the promises that God has had over you, of the people that He wants you to work with. Actually, the neat golf clap world wouldn't be right for for the sort of stuff that you've He's called you to. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and I think I could, I and this is where, yeah, I, I think I could speak also from 
I think there's prophetic things there about the global church as well. I don't just think it's what we're called to, mm. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, again, I, I think that's just kind of, that's the Lord's stuff. That's not my stuff. So mm. I won't talk about that, but I just think that, I think there is a rewilding happening. I think, yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Duncan. You got the first word in. That was all you were going to get. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think like particularly what you're saying about um, people we're called to. Mm. Um, it's funny. Like, like I said, God, God, God's speaking to us both about the same thing, but saying it in a different way. Yeah. So Lauren's thing, yeah. go low and go slow. Um, I feel like God's really been saying to me, be ready. Mm. So there's been this thing of like, um, not, not slipping into comfort, be ready in, in two different ways. One is be ready sharing the gospel. Mm. Um, so particularly with people who I feel called to don't miss opportunities. Mm. Um, I think particularly through work, I really feel called to, to like men. I work with a lot of men, mm. um, tradesmen who, mm. who, funnily enough, are very interested in talking about God, very mm. different views. Uh, some polite, some not polite. I don't, I'm not sensitive. I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, just being ready for those, those conversations. Um, and often trying to steer them away from just conversations about church, but actually about God. Yeah. Mm. Um, often I feel like a lot of just my experience of talking to people, a lot of their hurt comes from their experience of church, but not necessarily an experience of God or a view of God. Yeah. So it's just being ready to talk about God, not yeah. just church. Mm. That's so good. Um, but I think also being ready to know, to recognize when God's moving. Mm. So when we're in an environment with like these different communities that we're connected to, like be ready to to not just be distracted, but right, God's moving, God's doing something here. Yeah, yeah. Be ready to get involved. Yeah. Don't don't miss the the opportunity to yeah mm. get involved with with whatever is God's going doing, on yeah, yeah within yeah. that um yeah it's funny the way yeah. the way that you can sort of again tell the difference with me and lauren of you, <laughs> sometimes god's like okay it's fine and then with me god's like come on yeah yeah with yeah. me he's like slow down lauren i haven't told you to go yet with yeah Duncan, he's like come on so yeah That's yeah, cool. yeah. Well, this is going to make me sound this is going to make me sound way more uh credential than i am but like as you're talking there's a there's a lecrae um lyric that says something like i let i let a church hurt turn into a god wound mm -hmm. um, which is just i remember hearing that it, it's, it's not quite the right wording of it but you're just like you like that you're like that those two th yeah um so i i want to ask about that so basically like so um you hear you feel god saying okay get ready or be ready in all these moments like how do you do that? Because it's like it's like that's this is kind of like I suppose the kind of the the meat of what I want to get into just mm -hmm. now. It's like it's very easy to say like oh you know I felt God say ready and so I'm trying to bed. But you've got like busy work stuff. You've got young kids. You've got all these different things going on. You're moving house. You've got old friends coming back. You've got you've got all these things going on. And like how kind of like how do you in moment those moments by moments kind of keep that awareness of God? Like is there stuff that you find? helpful or you know because because again the other thing is there'll be other moments where you're like oh man I've, I, god's telling me i've got to go share the gospel and we we again start doing stuff on our own strength and rush in and we put it in a little christmas god wrapping and yeah. say oh this is a this is a god thing but but like how do you kind of how do you find god in the moment for that sort of stuff mm. yeah i think a big thing is how 
just like daily how we how am i walking with him how am i not just trying to fit him into my life but how am i involving like how how is god's there the whole time so not so not again packaging something okay so when i get up at half five mm. half five to six i'll um that's that's time for god and mm. then the rest of my day i'll carry on with there's just this like this readiness yeah it's like a readiness of like walking with god throughout mm. the day i just feel like the armor of god readiness mm. like your, your feet readiness with the with the gospel, gospel yeah if just like that thing of walking in readiness with god yeah he's there Mm. I don't know if I've explained that. Yeah, very well, yeah. But... yeah. I think my my own personal journey with that readiness is actually, I think, specifically not letting what others think of me affect my posture. So, mm. I, I, not so much with evangelism, but mm. more with actually. So, this is the funny thing: we probably struggle with different things because I think I, I really, I don't, I really don't struggle to share the gospel, and that is just because I. I really don't have much else to talk about. <laughs> I know that sounds. Oh, I do have a lot else to talk about. As in, I think everything, everything comes back to it, and that, and I've just got a lot of words to say. The Lord's blessed me, but, but amen. I think, amen. But I think that on the flip side, uh, it's actually for me. You know, Duncan mentioned the two things to be ready for was like one opportunity with those who don't know Jesus yet, but mm. two opportunity with the communities that do know Jesus when God's moving to be involved. Mm. Now, my issue is. I very much feel the Holy Spirit speaking very clearly this year about those things, mm. but the things stopping me from jumping into the readiness in terms of like community readiness and what is the Lord doing in this community? We want to be a part of it. We want to sow into it. We want to use our gifts and see others' gifts flourish. We want to see the Lord ultimately the center of it. We want to see the Lord be glorified. In all of that, I, and this is probably still just to be vulnerable, like baggage that still isn't healed. But I, mm. I care about what others think so much. Mm. And I want, I don't want to upset those who, who are doing church differently, basically. Mm. And, but I think that's interesting because the fear of man can come in many different forms, you know. Mm. And I think for me, it comes from not wanting to, I don't know, not wanting to disappoint because we've still got friends and communities that would be doing completely different things to us. Yeah. And and I think there's a conformity that I've probably followed for Jeez. many years to kind of, even when I feel the Lord saying to do something that looks a bit more, um, it looks less kind of a type. I, mm. I, I struggle to do it because I don't want to be, I guess I don't want to be rejected really. It's probably mm. the core lie there, but mm. anyway, there, there's like, the <laughs> so there's yeah. like this, I guess there's like an awareness of the things that pull you away from you allowed to pull you away from God. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then yeah. like the things that, you know, he's, it's like a constant reminder of what he's called you, who he's called you to be. Yeah. What you like, who, you know, God to be. Um, and even just like being, you're allowed to be different, like your calling can be different. Mm. And the knowledge of that and the knowledge of who he is, it, it just keeps, it should keep rerouting you like deeper and deeper. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, no, no, it's good. No, no, it's good. So, and so, so all of, all of that's in the context of this rewilding stuff that you feel yeah. God's calling on. And again, just to affirm you, like it's it's been it's very clear that you're not in any way disparaging kind of what people would talk about as a traditional church experience yeah. today. Like yeah, every, there's nothing at all around the, anything you said that's, and I know that's not your guy's that's heart. My heart. That's not my heart um, at all. Um, and so, um, but it's part of what you feel God's calling you 
to it is just more um, organic, natural, letting things kind of be how they're meant to be. You know, like, I mean, that's the whole principle of rewilding is basically it's around kind of letting the place kind of manage itself, but it's mm. a, a cultured, seasoned hand. Yes. Because I just, I prune this bat a little bit and I know that that will flourish and grow. And, and, and it sounds like some of the stuff that you guys have been through in this journey recently has just been a god doing that little pruning back of stuff in your heart and saying actually i want i've got wildness i've got all this like exciting wildness ahead of you um and again even i suppose just to call it out is like part of what you've described is god's spoken to you about what's coming and he's put these dreams and these people and all these kind of passions in your heart he's then sort of said okay i just want you to step aside with me for a little bit yeah, i'm going to basically show you all this stuff and i'm going to put it back in and all those promises still held and look actually you were all worried about if you missed a week or two of the beats actually look i took you out for a year and a half or yeah. two years away and actually it's fine because it's all still basically in, in mm -hmm. my timing and all these promises are are true which again it's just it's a it's a nice thing to reflect on because you've already talked about that but we do we get like this oh god's spoken about this thing here right let's go yeah. Right, let's go. Like, you know, like, and, and Duncan's there going, okay. And Lauren's like already halfway down the road sprinting down. Right. Okay. So, like, that's, you know, like, but, but, but actually, God's like more concerned about your heart and your health and 100%. how you're doing with Him and all that. Um, and so, again, like, that's part of the, what, what you're describing, which is, um, which is yeah. wonderful. It is. Mm. And, you know, I, yeah, I think also it's about sustainability, like, as in, we, like running the race needs to be we like the rhythms need to go deep in order to walk mm. with Jesus. Does that make sense? And yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, it's also just beautiful because sometimes the Lord it like asks you to be obedient and not stepping into something. And sometimes he'll just fully shut the door on you. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and it's his grace, isn't it? It's his mercy. But for example, this community of people who are like mi now very mixed, like you've got Brits, mm. you've got, you got Portuguese people, it, mm. but it is like at the core was a, a group of Texan friends of mine mm. um, from Antioch Church. They are, if I, if you had told me when I was in Texas, Lauren, you can do life with these people. Like, mm. as in when I say life, I mean not the kind of Christian buzzword. I mean, like, you yeah, can really like live with them, see them weekly, walk with them. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. If you would have told me that, I'd be like, yeah, I know, I want this, Lord, but they're mm. not in England or that, mm. you know, and this kind of daily community that we we want is mm. kind of we're talking acts we're talking like we're breaking bread together we're we're mm. giving up possessions for yeah. each other that sort of thing yeah. and um and you know then it's been i don't even know how many years seven years six seven yeah. years and they're here and they have been yeah. for a few years but like and god said now no yeah. and this feels like it's just so different when it's his timing, isn't it? And what I mean is the door was fully shut because no one, like... Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, wasn't, it physically wasn't possible, yeah. Wasn't, mm. what, the, what we were dreaming of wasn't possible. But anyway, yeah. And also, mm. we're still on a bit of a process with it. We're doing yeah, a 30-day sure. journal asking the Lord, like, very specific things about this transition period. But all of it said, I think one kind of big thing he said to us is that, and this is not the same for everyone, but in that kind of traditional church setting that I was referring to I have had the revelation that Duncan and I both can hide in that mm. thankfully we've had a year and a half of actually being healed in it which is amazing but fundamentally long term we we hide in it and there's ways of kind of unhiding ourselves and and we've done that you know serving and all these different mm. things but I think what we feel really called to is to know and be known 
mm. by the body of Christ in a way that really isn't isn't like playing a function of something running, but that we are the thing because mm. we are the body, you know. So mm. um, just the hands and feet, like seeing seeing what the Lord's doing out mm. and about, and I think that's what it's quite a revelation to to realize that I've probably at points been a part of something and actually felt like I've hidden myself, you know, mm. I thought I was known, but I haven't let myself be known. So mm. that's, that's mm. quite important to lean into that obedience mm. of, of actually being vulnerable. Mm. And then, um, cause you mentioned this well, Jaren, cause I know there's been other points kind of beats where we've caught up at different times and, and it's a thing that you guys have done before as a couple, yes. like you'll enter together and it's like sort of private not private as in kept mm. from each other but it's kind of an individual journaling thing that you'll do over a period of time and i know you've done that at different yeah. points but again it's just interesting because like i yeah like i know people will talk about that and people will kind of do regular journaling but i know you guys specifically will do it for seasons of a, of a focused time to hear god around certain stuff mm. yeah all when, all when we fight <laughs> right go get your journal loads yeah. loads of journals in this yeah, actually, great resource for whoever's listening. The Helsers, Melissa and Jonathan Helzer have a tool called the Honesty Tool, and we use that in our marriage. Mm. And 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 that, we basically that's kind of what we do with the thirty day journal as well. Mm. It's a different sort of setup, but it's the same idea mm. of like hearing his voice, asking him very specific questions, mm. and knowing that he will either point you in his word or he will speak freshly to you. And mm. it will it will also align with the word, but he'll speak to you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And again, I, 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 the part of the the natural consequence of this journey that God's calling you on is that you you have like He's He's created a circumstance where you have to be dependent on Him, because if if you're not, um, if He's calling you guys around a slightly non-traditional path, then basically, how do you know the way unless by the fact that you're yeah. to god and again it's part of it is the circumstance that he's baking into that so that you you know you'll suddenly feel lost and you have to you have to kind of yeah. turn to him as well but again that's part of the um the yeah. beauty of that journey yeah. that he, he's wanted yeah. to kind of call you guys on as well cool also we 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 can't hide because the communities we're referring to are usually quite small yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i think is interesting um mm. because it's yeah there's it's very like you'd be it would be embarrassing. It'd be mm. more embarrassing to not share than to, to share yeah, because yeah. it's it's the norm and it's the culture. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I am. Um, so just basically, we'll we'll finish up in a wee second. Um, but um, is there is there anything else that you um? Because obviously, I I let you know in advance. We're going to chat and where it's about hearing from God and kind of that journey with Him. Is there anything that you felt in your hearts before? The conversation we've had that actually just bubbles to your mind you think actually this was one of the things that you wanted to share and if not we'll i'll pray for you guys or you'll pray for yourselves or something someone will pray without any doubt but yeah. um, i just wanted to give you one last opportunity if there's anything else in your heart specifically you're feeling god's speaking to you about or, or anything you want to share that we've not covered off I, th I think some maybe i mean this is literally just as you're saying that I've, I've thought of it i think just remembering not forgetting the way god speaks to us individually Mm. he's got a real heart to to speak to all of us corporately and yeah. um we we can read all read the same bible mm. but there's like a way that he wants to speak to us specifically mm. that's mm. really unique um and i think but i probably well maybe i was thinking about this before i was just thinking about back when we used to do church and it was just mm. this amazing thing of i think for me particularly that was a, a real time when i was learning about 
hearing more from God. Mm. And then just having these people, oh, but I hear, I hear dreams. And I think it's just, yeah, not not forgetting that there's there's a specific way God speaks to each of us. I love that. And he's really intentional about that. He is. Um, it's mm. really cool to hear the different ways. Yeah. yeah. Creative. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've not even talked about it, but one of the things that I, you, you always come to my mind when we talk about Duncan, particularly where we talk about the different ways that people see God. Cause obviously one of the ways that you've heard God speak to you is you see yeah. words written above people's heads yeah. and the typography and the style and all that sort of stuff is part of how God mm-hmm. Um, speaks in and so that like like that's the way that God speaks to you is always one of those things that sits in my mind as like just some of like a, a great example of just the miraculous spread yeah. of ways that yeah, God yeah, yeah. Um, speaks to us and we've like I can think of some Thursday nights where we've been in a little room together praying and God's spoken to a whole bunch of us in like kind of crazy yeah, different yeah, yeah. ways and stuff. And yeah. beautiful yeah it's why we need yeah. each other it's why mm-hmm. it's why the body exists isn't it it's like just we're all so different it's so important mm-hmm. um well, you said something that then made me think when you're talking about speaking hearing the lord don't worry just the unique the uniqueness in which we all basically yeah, hear yeah. yeah. you can write it in your journal lauren and I'll you can tell us about yeah. it oh, <laughs> um i was going to say just before we um came on the call we were just reading in james 3 about wisdom because i was saying that the lord has spoken to mm. me also about Lauren, it's not wisdom if it makes you anxious and if it if you have to overthink it a million times, like it's then it's not rooted in me, basically. Just just mm. in wisdom in terms of like daily decisions and living life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's this verse in James 3 that says, But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. And then it says, Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Oh, and I just love that. It's not like, it's not like, and this is for me, this as in was for all of us, but as in this is yeah. this bit, it's not kind of Lauren, when you sow in control, you reap a harvest of righteousness. It's like when you sow in peace, you reap a harvest of righteousness. Mm. And it's this idea that if you have the peace of God in what you're sowing and how you're sowing it, mm. it it's you, it will build righteousness in you and grow you in a righteous way, mm. but it also, the mm. fruit you see will be righteous. And, mm. I was mm. think, yeah, and it, yeah, and it comes back to that authenticness yeah. of like being who you yes. are, the uniqueness of what God's spoken over you, you yeah. and shedding some of that stuff around. Actually, any sense of type that we have to be either within the church or outside the yeah. church, because there's that uniqueness, and that's where you get the, um, the peace when you know. I mean, that is is one of the things I always remember just delighting in, like of actually when you hear who God says you yes. are. You're like, oh, like it just resonates. You're like, oh, that that actually is who I am. Ah, yeah. oh. and and like this dual thing happens of you're seen, you feel seen by yeah. God, but it empowers you to go and be like, actually, no, that is who I am, and that's the voice that I need to listen yeah. to above and beyond. And like my own internal monologues or all that other sort of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And guys, I'd love you. I'd love you maybe just to pray. You can both pray, or one of you can pray, or whatever. Just for people listening, just around some of the stuff yeah. you've shared. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be lovely just if you could pray for folks. Yeah. Yeah, Father, we thank you for whoever is listening right now. And we thank you that you um, you love them so deeply and you speak to them in, in a way that's so unique, the way that a father would speak to their child, knowing how each mm. child listens and how each child responds. And yeah, Father, I just pray that they'd feel your peace right now and they'd feel your joy right now as well. But I also pray mm. that any dreams or um, 
kind of visions they've had uh, that that have either kind of died a death um, or that they've pushed down. I just pray that they would come mm. back up, Lord Jesus, that you'd start to speak mm. and bring life and hope. And no matter mm. what they're called to, whether it's a the kind of traditional Jesus. form of church that I was referring to, whether it's kind of a bit, it looks a bit different um, or it looks kind of like acts, whatever it looks like, Father, I just pray that each and every person listening would um, start to really hear specifics of the call you have on their life, Lord. Mm. And that they would thrive um, because they know the one who formed them and the one who created them. Um, yeah, yeah, the one who knitted them in their mother's womb. So, yeah, we thank you that that is who you are, Lord. Um, yeah, bless them mm. in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for your uh, for your time. It's been genuinely wonderful hearing it as well. So thank you. And um, thank you for those of you joining us, listening to this, watching this. And um, we'll, uh, we'll see you again uh, next time on the road. <coughs>